What's up, everybody? My name is Adam, and I'm the host of the You Know Adam Same podcast, the show that is dedicated on bringing on passionate people, learning about their stories, and delivering value to entrepreneurs. So if that's what you're interested in, go ahead and follow, like, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know just a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, sitting across the way, or very virtually across the way, I have Alex Ballone of Pioneer Digital Marketing. Welcome to the show. Adam, thank you so much. I'm super stoked to be on the podcast. I've listened to a couple couple of other podcasts that have had some friends on there, and man, you are, you're incredible. I'm thrilled to be on it. Thank you so much. Uh, Alex, this is actually the first time we're meeting. Uh, we have some common friends and yeah. just want to hear a little bit about kind of like what you got going on. So uh, the first question I have is how did you get into entrepreneurship? That's a great question, Adam. Um, this is the one question I figured that you were going to ask. So I had more of a prepared answer. Um, so when I was a little kid, when my actually it was when my dad was giving me a bath. So I was like three or four years old. I remember sitting in the bathtub and my dad started talking to me like, Alex, what do you want to do when you get older? I just, I told him like, dad, I want to have my own company. And he was like, okay, what do you want to call it? Um, I was like, I don't know. Let's talk about it. So I started rambling off some of these ideas. Um, and he got this blue journal, which I still have somewhere. And he wrote down every single idea that I came up with. And that, that's what bathing me turned into. We would talk about business. Um, I ended up calling my company, uh, my company as a probably three or four year old golden builders. And I have this sign right next to me too. Um, it sits above my bed every single morning. So the first time, it's the first thing I see when I wake up and it's a reminder of that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, so growing up, I just had this passion to be able to create whatever I wanted, to do whatever I wanted and to have no limit to how far I could scale it. And that's kind of how I got into entrepreneurship. It has always been a dream of mine to get into entrepreneurship, to get into business, to have relationships with other entrepreneurs. Um, so after lots of trials, tribulations, internships, and Long story short, I ended up refining it down to digital marketing, um, and I get to work with other small businesses and entrepreneurs, um, which is even even cooler because then it's like-minded people working together to make make business happen, make things happen. Um, and yeah, I mean, I guess that's my story. It's crazy to think that it was probably you know 18 years ago I was like I want to be an entrepreneur, and finally you know we're we're working our way up. That's awesome. Um, so going back to that story, uh, I think there's something in there. Was your was your dad an entrepreneur himself? No, actually. So my dad, my dad's in business. Um, he works for a flooring company as a vice president. So I always like to get to hear the stories that he had uh, about some of the big decisions he could make, um, I, I, some of the power and influence that he was able to have in a good way. Like he's, he told me stories about how he was able to influence people's lives um, for the better. And, and I thought that, that was super cool because as he got older and took on more responsibility, um, I got to see a lot more maturity from him. Um, and then after that, getting to see the way it, other people's um, lives are impacted, I'm like, I would love to be able to do that and have the ability to control that myself, uh, if that's possible. So no. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's super interesting that he actually took the steps to record everything down. Do you yeah. know what inspired him to do that? Because I mean, I, I can imagine like sometimes I play with kids, right? Yeah. And they're kind of like rambling whatever they want to say off. Like what kind of inspired him to really take note of the things that you were saying? Well, I think it just became one of those things where he was like, are you going to do this someday? And I'm like, dad, I'm, it's just going to happen. I'm going to make these things happen someday. Now, I it, Golden Builders was just this grand idea. I had a bunch of inventions, like different thoughts. I'm like, I could turn this into a product. 
Um, and it became Golden Builders. But he was like, I want, I, I think he made a point for me to remember that as a young age. And it showed that he cared about what I wanted to do. Um, so mm-hmm. sitting there telling him these ideas and him journaling and asking me questions made me think more as a little kid. And it showed me that it was important to him, um, that it was important to him that I could be going, I could go and be an entrepreneur and that I could follow that pathway. Um, so I think that's why he wrote those down. And now looking back on super fit, super thankful he did, because it's just one of those tokens and ideas of like, man, this was such a thing, you know, like I said, 18 years ago, I can look back on that and be like, dad, that was really cool. That you did that. It's such a cool memory and a good story to tell. Uh, shout out to all the dads out there that do record and like listen to kind of like the things that, you know, the kids say. I think that's a special memory special that you have that is is super, super nice. Absolutely. Um, one of the questions that uh, we can move towards now is like, what are you currently doing in your space? Right. So w- what uh, Pioneer, uh, I believe, is your biggest hustle at the moment. Right. Like, is that what you are working Correct. on? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the name of Pioneer Dig- is, the, is Pioneer Digital. Um, we do digital marketing for small businesses, startups, and personal brands. Now, that's a very broad audience, which we're actually right now looking to refine. Um, so we've worked with anybody from lawyers, um, anybody in the medical slash healthcare region. We've worked with real estate agents. We've worked with home service, home cleaning services, home any type of home services. Um, so we've had a very broad category, and we've seen successes among different clients. Uh, so right now we're trying to figure out how we can niche down into a specific industry to help create better results for that industry. Um, and that's just trials, trying to figure out, hey, where can we make the biggest impact and create the most value for the the most affordable price for these clients? Um, so currently, um, in terms of what we do, we do SEO, PPC, so pay-per-click ads, so Google ads, Facebook ads, so any social media ads. Um, and then anything in, in terms of social media, we do, we help people get linked up with influencers. We help create social media strategy. We help manage social media platforms. Um, and then any little little different types of branding as well. So we don't do full branding yet. Um, we're working on hiring on some people that can do a little bit more um, in terms of website building, um, full out marketing campaigns, um, but we can do some branding, some small websites. Um, and yeah, so anything digital marketing related, if I can't do it within our agency, I have some industry partners that can, which has been really cool. I, I love the uh, the grind. How, what what kind of got you started, and who was your first client? Yeah, that's a great question. So this this is a cool story. I worked for the, the number one digital marketing agency in Atlanta. I interned there. Um, had this opportunity to speak with the CEO, which he came to a lot to learn. I go to the University of Georgia, so when when she when she came here, uh, I was able to speak with her, ask for an internship, and I ended up interning with them for two summers, and then getting a contractor um, job with them for a little while, and that just kind of taught me the digital marketing skills. And I started telling people about that. I started posting on LinkedIn a little bit. Um, and then some people started asking me like, hey, you know digital marketing. We have small businesses and we have no idea which, what we're, which we're doing. Would you mind helping us out? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could do that. that that's no big deal. Um, sure. And they were like, we'll pay you. And we'll pay you generously too. So I hopped on a consulting call for the first time. And they were like, what do we do? I have no idea how to solve the issues that we're having right now. And I was like, yeah. So and, I, and and they were like, that was so helpful after the call. I'm like, I guess I helped them out well. Um, and and after that, that started happening more and more and more. Word of mouth traveled. We started taking on more clients. And there's a point where I was like, man, I might be able to build an agency out of this. So that step by step, you know, filed file for my LLC, ended up taking on some other clients, doing some more marketing for myself. And now I've got a multitude of clients that range from um, different, different, like I said, different industries, different places. The first client I had was a garage door services company. 
Um, and there were some mm-hmm. old friends of mine that I had talked to in a while and they knew that I did digital marketing. So um, shout out to Kaylee and Jake. They're incredible. They're young entrepreneurs themselves and uh, they helped me get started and helped me believe in myself. So such a really cool, such a really cool story in that aspect. That's amazing. That, so let's kind of like give some value, right? So my channel is really built for entrepreneurs. If somebody's kind of like starting out their business, how yeah. does one kind of like get, get their foot in the door? What advice would you have for them? People pay for problem solvers, right? If you have a problem and you can solve that and you can figure out that other people have that problem, that's what I would go and do. So for anybody out there who is trying to start their own company, find a problem in the industry that you're either passionate about or interested in learning. Um, that's the step one. If you find that problem, you need to go and do something called customer discovery, which is going out and checking with individuals and asking non-biased questions that don't lead them into exactly what you're trying to lead them into. So they're unguided questions. And what you're trying to get to is, is this a problem for just me? Or is this something that I just believe or do other people believe this as well? If you can identify that there is a need in the market for that problem, then you start coming up with a solution. That's when you start finding a way to fill that gap, fill that hole. If you can fill that hole, people will be will be willing to pay money for it if you've done that customer discovery and done a really good job at it. Um, so Adam, is that what you were, I think that's what you were kind of referring to, correct? Yeah, so, you know, how, how does one entrepreneur get started? That's number one. But also, like, you know, in, in this arena that you are an expert in as kind of a digital marketer, let's say that, you yeah. know, somebody has a business uh, and they are kind of, they have already the LLC, they already have their business, like, lined up. What advice would you have for them in order to kind of, like, either penetrate the market or get eyes on their services or products? Um, one, one thing today is there is a huge change. The digital marketing world is changing day by day. Um, it changes constantly. And that's, that's why I think digital marketing agencies are, are really important or having a marketing person on your team is super important because if you're an entrepreneur, everyone knows you have to wear all hats. You have to be good at finances, sales, marketing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's really hard to keep up with the marketing industry with third party, third party data laws changing with Google making constant algorithm updates. With TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook changing their platforms constantly and di- different interfaces, it's hard to keep up with that as just a digital marketer myself. So hiring on somebody to do that, or at least getting on a consulting call and figuring out what marketing strategy, um, what different channels you can choose is probably the smartest thing to do because trying to keep up with it on your own is tough. But to get started, I would recommend um, you, you need to have social media in today's world. If you're, especially for your company, if you don't have social media, it's really hard to grow organically. Um, social media, and then having obviously having a website, and then if you are a local business, um, one of our, this one of my secrets, one of our secret sauces at Pioneer Digital is using Google Business Profile Management. That's the thing. If you type in local Kroger, local gas station, there's that profile that comes up on Google with the reviews, the times, and it's usually it has a map on it. I can speak for myself that I've been I've tried to go to restaurants in different places that have had incorrect information led me astray. I get there and it's closed. Super disappointing. But that is one way that you can organically drive business really, really quickly. For so small business owners that whether you have, like personally, I when I started, I didn't have a location. So I had that listing on Google without a location. You can do that. Um, and that still helps me drive phone calls to my marketing agency, helps people find where I'm at, helps people leave reviews, and helps drive organic traffic. That would be a secret sauce. Set up a Google business profile. Um, and other than that, um, I could go on and on and on. SEO is important. Create it, just create as much content as you can that provides value to people and they will eventually follow you if you put it out there in the world through different channels.
uh, from agency owner to agency owner, um, yeah. one of the questions I would have is kind of what is the emerging technology, right? I, I think we live in this digital age where there's all these new things that are coming. Absolutely. And I think that the thing that we're about to talk about is like AI, right? Like absolutely. I think that that is absolutely going to change everything. Yeah. So wh- how is it, 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 how is it being implemented in your business? And you know, what do you see in the happening in the future? Yeah. Adam, that's a, that's a controversial topic right now. And there's two sides to that. Some people say it's going to shut down digital marketing and you know, well, they're never, they're never, there's never going to be a need for digital marketing. Either. Well, people said the same thing when computers came out. They're like, you know, they no longer need to make billboards. It's all going online. You can upload it. And it's so complicated. So I always see, and it's the same thing in a, re- in a recession, um, you can still find opportunities because things are changing. So yes, it is mm-hmm. in, in digital marketing. What we can see is that artificial intelligence is ridding out the need for copywriters for the most part. Um, even but new Bing, we can see they're, it's creating content on its own without pulling up organic um, traffic from their, from a search engine. So even we could argue that SEO could be um, up for grabs mm-hmm. in the future, maybe out the window. Um, but what I do see is that artificial intelligence has to pull its information from somewhere. And two, there's still a need for putting out content and artificial intelligence can help with that. So anything in terms of TikTok, creating short form videos, still writing blogs, and then um, meta marketing. So I think another opportunity in the future would be um, marketing. So think about this. Um, meta owns Facebook, Facebook owns Oculus. It's all under It's all, It's all. all under meta. I personally bought an Oculus um, headset just to mess around with the see, see what, what, it, what, what it's like now and what it'll be like in the future. And I kind of compared the, new, the Oculus headset to the iPhone one, right? It's revolutionary, it's completely different. But in the future, we're going to have these different types of devices that can do some crazy things. So, Adam, I think the future of digital marketing looks like this. I'm going to, if I want to go hang out with my friends and I want to go to the mall and shop, I can put on my Oculus. I can go to the mall and shop in my Oculus, take my headset off. And the next thing I know, if I'm at my house, I'll hear a knock at the door from Amazon. They're going to open the door and they're going to have my packages right now, right there, right mm-hmm. then. Um, so, but the cool part about that is, because Facebook has most of their ad, most of the revenue from their from ads, Facebook ads, I would be foolish if I didn't believe that Facebook wasn't already trying to set up ads in Oculus, in Meta, you know, with the Meta, the Meta world, the whatever, wherever you want to be in terms of um, augmented reality, virtual reality. There is going to be room there for for ads. That's my biggest belief, and in that case, there is a huge opportunity for businesses to market inside of that world. So that's kind of a big opportunity that hasn't really been seen yet. And I think there will be a future to that. Well, let's talk about that. So, you know, like on my end, I also own Oculus. Right? Yeah. Like that's something that uh, I'm also involved with. I right now, currently my Oculus headset is sitting on the shelf collecting dust. Yep. I yep. think for me, like the putting on the headset uh, after a certain amount of time, it just becomes too heavy. Um, it's also like cumbersome to use. Uh, I don't have the latest one, not the, I, I think there's the, the white one. Right. Uh, that's kind of like, uh, I think that's the latest one, but the previous version after a certain amount of time, it just didn't really do what I needed it to do. Um, I love the idea of augmented reality. Cause I think that that's something that is potentially on its way, but until we get to the point where I think, you know, that the the form factor is small enough where like it can kind of like be just integrated into our like our day to day. I've heard about like contacts where they're taking contacts and just putting it into your eye. And then it, I think it already exists. That would be 
wild. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I even think back to when Google came, I think it was called the Google lens. So you'd have the sunglasses and it would have like a little mm -hmm. chip right here where you could see through it. That came out, I don't even know, 10, 10 maybe years ago, if not more, 15 years ago. And that was revolutionary. I think people thought that everyone was going to wear that. And then you didn't really hear about it. I never even saw a pair of them in public. Um, I think it was because they were super expensive. But then we see devices like Oculus that grabbed more attention from people. Now, like you said, a lot of people, I've heard this from multiple people, it's collecting dust, they don't play with it as much, but that technology is starting to, we're seeing an increase in that. Like you said, even the contacts you can put in your eyes, I think of Iron Man, right? Something like that. There is going to be opportunity for marketing and for influence through those different types of technology. It may not be your Oculus, it may not be through the Google Lens or the contact, but that augmented reality pulling technology in, maybe like I even, I've even listened to Elon Musk talk about his Neuralink, which is that chip in your head with artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I, again, that's where the future is going, whether we like it or not. Those, that type of technology is coming out. I think that there is a way to influence people through those different types of technologies in terms of marketing. Um, I don't, again, that, that who knows where it'll be. It could be in a completely different way, but there will be a way to influence people in terms of not putting billboards up anymore. There are going to be more virtual billboards. That makes sense. Yeah. It does. So, you know, we kind of, we started off with kind of like AI and, and artificial intelligence. We've moved more towards kind of like Oculus aug augmented reality. But going back to that topic, is AI something that is currently implemented within your, your agency? Yes, 100%. I use it to create content all the, all the time. I was a little hesitant at first just because I didn't want to take away from my personal creativity. Uh, but my thoughts were if everyone else is using it, then I'm going to start falling behind. Um, it's kind of like when yeah. businesses made that transfer over to computers. You know, people are like, I'm not going to use that. It's just, it's crazy, too much technology. And then if you don't use it, you're going to go out of business. So um, yeah. yes, we do use it for um, helping clients come up with social media content. Uh, it's more of, a, of the idea generator. The other day I was creating a logo for a client. I just said, give me a couple of logo ideas. And it spit out, hey, here's what this industry typically uses. And then that helps jog thoughts in my mind to create and, and be more creative in, in that sense. So we don't, we use it more as a, um, as a tool rather than a crutch. So I think that's important. If you're using it as a crutch to hold you up, um, you're not doing human work at that point. And I think that there's still a full part to human creativity that artificial intelligence can no, can not yet um, do. But I and, think that it is coming. Yeah, and I love what you said about that, right? Because like I think that uh, when, when people are re totally reliant on AI, that is when you there's a problem that's created. You still have to have uh, a human there to kind of like sift through the ideas and pull up like what is good. Um, I I'm I myself I'm I'm kind of creating a ton of posts uh, for my personal Instagram. Nice. And I sometimes you know go to Chat GPT or whatever platform to look for ideas, but I oftentimes like will end up just writing it on my own. Yeah. Just because like there's a point to what I'm saying, right? And even if if I allow this AI to generate that information, it's still, in my opinion, not going to have the human factor in there, which is so vital. Um, and, and I think that our productivity is going to increase because it's going to allow us to have better, uh, I would argue, idea generation, but it's not going to be what people think of like, okay, well, everything is just generated by artificial intelligence. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I think we're we're talking specifically about copywriting or idea generation. And I, even as a coder, um, you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm a top tier coder, but when it comes to website development and creating websites, ChatGPT can write some really good code and it works, mm -hmm. which is a really big tool. But then you also have Dolly, and then you have even a, have you used Adobe Voice yet? Uh, I have not. I have not. What is that? So that's, I've seen multiple TikToks where people get on there like, you probably think I'm using this professional microphone, like the one you have sitting in front of you right now. It sounds sure. like it. And then they hold the cord up and they're like, yeah, it's, this is not, I saw that too. Yeah. This is, this I is, I saw that too. Intelligence. And it's all, and the, the crazy thing is it's all, it's all at our fingertips. It doesn't really cost any money. So, well, so I, I've actually tried that. There was some audio that was like wrecked on my end. Yeah. I actually passed it to it. But you don't really have any sort of control because it's all AI, mm -hmm. and it actually made the audio even worse. So well, I think it really there 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 has there is benefit, but you just have to be able to know how to use the technology. Yeah, yeah, um, I would say the same thing with Dolly. I was like I said, I was trying to come up with some logo ideas and just trying to see like, hey, well, artific has artificial intelligence become this far? I, we're still seeing those downfalls, right? It might make your audio worse. So sometimes I'll ask Dolly to to create some crazy picture. And it does not understand, write some gibberish. And we're still seeing it not perfected yet. And it's probably going to be a little bit longer before we do. But I think we're making steps in the right direction um, towards having some crazy capabilities in terms of artificial intelligence. Um, so I guess kind of wrapping back to our first question, and it sounds like you've used it enough too. The capabilities allow us to do some amazing things in terms of creating value and helping us get more content out in the world, um, which has really changed the uh, the trajectory from hey instead of creating content that is that is um in in a lot in, in terms of a lot of volume right there's it used to be creating as much content as you can now it's like okay we can create as much content as we want now how do we provide more value through that content because that's the content that people are going to consume and that's where even artificial intelligence still doesn't have that peak yet i've seen copywriters and i know people who have thoughts that can create a much better article through their creativity than artificial intelligence still can. Um, so there is still a need for that copywriting. There is still a need for that work, that art of, not artificial, but the unique content that be, can be created from a human through a human brain because of that creativity aspect. Um, but it's, it, it is crazy how fast it's creeping up on us and changing. I'll uh, kind of give my example before kind of like I asked you to. Um, so, I, I'm very interested in kind of like the not only like the copywriting side, but also the other features that AI has. And so there's a company that, you know, I'm involved with called Whiskey Grail, right? And Whiskey Grail, okay. we sell uh, this charred white oak drinking vessel, um, so forth and so on. And we had this TikTok that absolutely uh, dominated. It was like at 143,000 views uh, and it drove our sales like through the roof. And that was something that was extremely valuable. However, when we looked through the comments, um, there was a lot of comments that because there was a line in there that said, oh, um, you know, it, it, this this product will completely change the flavor of your favorite bourbon. And we had a lot of comments said, well, why would I want something that completely changes the flavor? Leveraging AI, I basically took this entire clip, I dumped it into kind of like a um, Descript, and Descript was able to uh, go through each line and give me the text first. 
Then I took uh, the script and I put it into murph.ai, which is another kind of AI function that uh, allows me to have 150 different voices that uh, is repeating the script. And then so in here, I can now change and tweak each individual word as opposed to what we had to do in the past, which is then throw it back to another voice actor in order for them to do. That uh, ability and flexibility was never there before. And I'm yeah. so interested because like right now I'm talking about 150 voices, right? I, and I can change the script in any way that I want to and then test like repeatedly at scale something that you know I know works visually, but I just want it to be even better on the audio side. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. Like like I said, it's it's so much more than just copyright. And I think people people have to realize that. Yeah, I've even seen somewhere I could be sitting here reading off of a script on my phone that's over there right now, and my eyes would be looking at the camera, um, which I'm not doing by the way. This is this is me speaking to you <laughs> with my eyes straight forward. But um, yeah, so there are so many capabilities that so many that I don't even know about. And that's that's what I was talking about earlier. Is this world with technology is so hard to keep up with, especially as one individual, because there is constantly changing, especially in digital marketing, there's so many changing, moving parts, um, whether it's Google changing your algorithm or all of this artificial intelligence that's coming out. And it's overwhelming, like, hey, which one's going to give me the best leverage? Um, I've listened, I don't know if you've listened to Alex Ramosi. he's a guy, uh, mm -hmm. that, he's a big, one of the biggest podcasters out there right now. He says, leverage times volume equals output. Um, and I think that that's a great example of what artificial intelligence can help us with, right? We can use the leverage of how fast that artificial intelligence works and what it can do for us and the volume at which it can create it to create incredible output. Um, and that's one of those things where it's like, well, am I using the right tools to do this and leverage as much as I can? Or is there another tool that would work better? There's just so much to keep up with. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I, I guess this was just a conversation. There's no question to be asked, but Adam, it is, it's unbelievable how fast this market is moving. Yeah, it's super exciting to be a part of. Um, kind of, what's the future like? What's the future look like for you, for Pioneer Digital, and for what, for, or just me as an entrepreneur? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I see digital marketing as an opportunity for me to have relationships with other entrepreneurs, uh, and that's one thing that I've always dreamed of having. Having. So, do I see this as the only business I ever run? Absolutely not. This is just the beginning. This is me getting some experience, getting to run a little. Uh, small business, getting, getting it, being able to interact with other people, make connections. Um, I am an extrovert. I love being social. So I love getting to meet new people. And I love hearing that everyone's story because everyone has a different story. That's why I love listening to the podcast because you get to hear different perspectives. Um, so with that being said, I'm able to do a lot of that through digital marketing. It's helping me in my young career or, or entrepreneurial journey, um, be able to experience so many different things and be able to touch so many different parts of businesses. Um, but eventually, the goal would be to scale this up um, and have a team and have this living, breathing thing where I can step back and start working on other projects. Because I think the more, like I said, from a little kid, I had all of these ideas. I got that blue journal somewhere um, with all my ideas in it, and I'd like to go pursue some of those. The harder part is they require a little bit more capital than it did to start a digital marketing agency, and it's not as flexible. Um, you know, I can bring my laptop and a notebook anywhere in the world and be able to do anything in terms of digital marketing, which is a beautiful thing. Um, and there's no, there's no limit to that. I can outsource it. I can hire on a team. Uh, it's, it's the, the concept of digital marketing was what suited me at the time. And what I, I still love it. And I, and I plan to do this for the rest of my life. And it will help me at any other company that I decide to start. Um, but this is just the start, Adam. 
I've got so many other ideas. I've got so many other passions and so many other ways that I believe that I could help change the world. Um, and I don't, I don't say that in a prideful way. I say that in a, in a way where, I, I, you know, as an entrepreneur, we're, we're given the ability, we're, we have the ability to go out and make the, solve these problems that can help people. Um, and that is such a powerful and, and humbling thing. And if, if, I'm, if, if God has given me the ability to go and do that, I'm going to go do it. That's so cool to me. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, th- Alex, I want to thank you for coming on to the show. Thanks for kind of like, you know, showcasing your uh, depth of knowledge, especially in the marketing realm. Um, I'm excited to hear more about your story moving into the future. And then as usual, if there's anything I could do for you, please let me know. Adam, I appreciate it so much, man. It was great getting to catch up with you about artificial intelligence and business and the, the way that everything's changing so much. Um, I wish all of your viewers the best of luck in any entrepreneurship that they ever have. I'm sure that I know that you're a great help. Uh, if anyone ever wants to reach out to me and ask for any help, I just, my, my main goal is to help people. That's my main goal. So if they need any help. Yeah. Thing, how, how do they keep, keep in touch with you? Yeah. Great question. So the URL is um, for my, for my company is just pioneerdigital.marketing. If you type that in, um, you can pull up my website, my information's there. You can reach out. Um, also, uh, I have a LinkedIn. That's a great way to reach out to me personally. So it's Alex below and it'd be Bologna, it's spelled up here, but B-O-U-L-O-G-N-E. Um, reach out to me on there. I love hearing back from people. I love, like I said, I love getting to hear different perspectives on life. Um, so please reach out. I'd love to get to know um, some of some of your your listeners. And I know, Adam, that you've also um, been a huge help to some of these people. So um, I hope the least that we did today was able to help somebody achieve their dreams or be motivated to go do something because um, that's where I was, you know, 21 years ago getting ready to just that hungry entrepreneur. I wanted to get out and and go start a business. So hopefully we're able to help somebody else do that. Love it, man. Well, thank you. And thank you for your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Awesome.